who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Are growing out, and the only way the roots grow out every single day, and they grow stronger, and they grow, they grow better, is if that we all put our, we all water. What? Bro, I'm out, man. Hello, good evening, welcome to a brand new Chip and Drip here on the AAT Sports Network. I, of course, am Chip at Chip of the Birds and at Umpire Stories, joined as always by JD at Ooh and at the D2N Podcast Network. Greetings, good sir. How are you tonight? Greetings, Earthlings. Greetings, Earthlings. Uh, shout out to Ohura. We're going to miss you. I don't know if you know that. She, she was Star Trek. She died. That's very sad. Didn't, did not know that. Okay. Other people passed away too. Um, shout out to all them. Bill Russell? Yeah. Young Goat. Young Dude, Goat. that's that one's that one's a big one. Like it's big because like if you really when you start talking his numbers, like it it if you're if you're the goat debater. It, it kind of makes you seem kind of silly to not put him in. I like how you, you know said goat debater instead of giving somebody the title of master. Nope. Nope. Not going there with you. No? Okay. There. Moving on. Right away. <laughs> but uh, if you're continue. a goat debater, that like a great debater, if you're a goat ah. debater, if you're a goat debater and you don't put him in there, how asinine are you? Because <laughs> this dude won on every single freaking level like that he was on. Like I, I didn't even know about the two natties that he had. Like before, he oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. I forgot about. So he's at, he has thirteen championships in all. Dude, he is the greatest winner in the history of sports. He's the most winningest winner that there could possibly be in the middle of the civil rights movement. By the way, just throwing that out there. In and Boston. that was, and that was the other thing is that he made sure to do the right thing with all that. Yeah, we got to throw him in there. I'm from now on. I'm going to bring on Bill Russell. It's only right. I mean, I look at that kind of stuff and I go, okay, the, he was the greatest of his generation. You can have the goat of a generation. You don't need to pick, and you can have your favorite players. You don't have to say, well, this guy is the greatest of all time. I mean, it's just he was the greatest of his generation, hands down. I just don't know if you cannot not bring him up. Like you kind of have to bring him up, like going forward. Facts. Uh, All right, we're 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 dodging here. How are you, buddy? It's good to see you. Whatever we came, you know, what we came to talk about, bud. Let's get into I, it. I, well, let's let's do the good stuff first. Let's let's pay the bills. Can can we pay some bills? Can we pay some automobiles? Can we pay yeah, some telephone bills? And then maybe we can chill. We don't want to be scrubs. I don't think. You do. So you and me. Uh, um, statement games, fun free to us on fantasy sports. Link is in the bio. AATSportsNetwork.com slash shop. Make sure you are checking that out. We're going to have all kinds of new designs, especially as Eagle season ramps up. Symbol.com, the stock market for sports. Use the code AATSports when you sign up. Vinny's Pizza and Restaurant off the Iroquois Trail in the Old Town Shopping Center. Allentown, check them out. 
stuff to the grills, Old Town Shopping Center in Allentown, stuff to the grills.com. And while you are up in Allentown, maybe you want to go right before we all go and hang out uh, in Washington, D.C., where we are coming for Carson Wentz, the ultimate bus trip to FedEx Field. You got to get some tickets. You got to reserve your tickets. You got to buy your tickets. It is a bus trip. You get a T-shirt. You get food. You get transportation to the game, and you get a lower-level seat to rag on Carson Wentz. You want to get these tickets. I am posting the link in here again for all of you. Make sure, bam, it's right there. It is on the Facebook. It is on the YouTube. It is not on Twitter because Twitter hates comments. Um, Maybe one day they'll fix that. And uh, probably not. But again, ultimate bus trip to FedEx Field. We are going. It is my anniversary weekend with the wife. We are going. So I'm just saying, come hang out and rag on Carson Wentz, who threw three interceptions in training camp today. Not that we are keeping track. Uh, Adam, what's going on? Happy belated birthday to you, buddy. It was your birthday over the weekend. Um, yeah, my friend. Oh, Madeline. Maddie's checking in. Hello. I don't know if T can't wait for our conversation or the trip or all of it. Um yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna hang out uh, on, on on my anniversary, making fun of Carson Wentz with a bunch of rowdy Eagles fans. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Okay, let's do it. There's there's a lot going on. Uh, for those of you that do not know, you know what, Adam? I'm gonna hold that topic. Um, I'm gonna hold the topic. So I went to a Union game. I did the whole thing on across the pitch last night. And I wanted to, to talk about it tonight. It was in our show agenda, true or false, JD. It was, but it's not gonna make it, Brett. Let's go. Let's it go got um it got rubbed right out of the agenda, you know what I'm saying? It um it uh <laughs> I'm not gonna stand for the plan there, bro. Yeah, all right, you know what? So here we go. T is waiting here. She is actively making tea in the microwave right now. That was the beeping that you heard in the background. So for those of you who have been living under a gosh darn rock today, after over a year of waiting for some sort of NFL resolution in the Deshaun Watson case, a judge finally ruled and came up with Deshaun Watson's punishment. There will be no fines. There will be no season-long suspensions. There will be no career blackballing and punishment. What there will be for sexually assaulting, allegedly, and if for those of you listening to the audio version, the air quotes are up, allegedly sexually assaulting over 25 women is a six-game punishment. And because of the way that the Cleveland Browns work the contract, it's only like $650,000. Um, I don't know if you read the fine print of the decision, by the way, JD, did you read the fine print of the decision? I've, I've, I've read some of the things. There are two other categories in here as well. I'm Mm -hmm. going to read them. Please. The third one says, Mr. Watson is to have no adverse involvement with law enforcement and must not commit any additional violations of the policy. That's obvious. It's the player conduct policy. We know that's there. Right. Um, Number one on this list, Mr. Watson is hereby suspended for six regular season games without pay. 
Although this is the most significant punishment ever imposed on an NFL player for allegations of nonviolent sexual conduct, which we don't talk about, Mr. Watson's pattern of conduct is more egregious than any before reviewed by the NFL. And here's the one that I'm not sure that you caught. Recognizing, and I'm read obviously reading directly here because you know I don't like to use the word egregious a lot. I like that word. Rec- recognizing that the only discipline mentioned in the collective bargaining agreement is a fine or suspension, I nevertheless believe it appropriate for Mr. Watson to limit his massage therapy to club-directed sessions and club-approved massage therapists for the duration of his career and so impose this mandate as a condition to his reinstatement. That's fair. So, comments rolling in. Um, Insane, says Maddie. Adam, the birthday boy, says it's not long enough. He should be kicked out of the league. Okay. I'm going to give you the first take on this. I'm going to give you the first take. I'm going to give you the big screen, and then I'm going to tell you how wrong you are. Go ahead. All right. So, there's a couple different things people need to realize. So, the legal part of this is that every single time that they try to do something legally against Deshaun Watson, because it's mostly hearsay, it's – it couldn't be done. So like we're basically taking now, I'm not saying that 24 women is not a bad thing. It's super bad. It's terrible. It's absolutely the worst. I have a daughter. If Deshaun Watson would not be walking around, if my daughter was one of these people, the problem with this thing is though, is that every time they took it to a grand jury, nothing could happen. So that leads me to believe, like I've said for multiple different times, that there's a lot more holes in these stories than they want to, than, than people actually know. And we probably won't ever know until they make a 30 for 30 about it. So, and then recently, some dude's mom was involved in this, and the kid came out and said it's a lie. So, I'm not sure what's A what. lie on which end? I think there was, the, the kid said that the mom never even met with Deshaun Watson. Because he was a huge Deshaun Watson fan, and she would have told him if that was the case. Because I guess the, the lady was from Houston. So, mm-hmm. so in my in my better judgment, I want to say that Deshaun Watson didn't play a whole year, and that wasn't of his own choosing. Because he practiced, he practiced the entire year. So I wanted to do some fact checking for myself. I did that mm-hmm. for you because I wanted to be able to come to you. Thank you. I want to be able to speak, you know, intelligently. Deshaun Watson practiced the entire year last year. A guy that didn't want to play football wouldn't have done that. The guy that wanted to be traded wouldn't have done that. I think Deshaun Watson would have played if they let him. If they would have said, hey, listen, we're going to have to roll you out as a Texan. I'm pretty sure I completely and totally disagree with that last sentence. Okay, go ahead. Why? So at the end of not last season, but the previous season, it was made very clear that Deshaun Watson had all kinds of problems with Houston. They were getting rid of the star players. They were getting rid of all the players that actually mattered to him. They were not hiring a young black quarterback or coach, excuse me, Right. He, he wanted out of Houston. It was made very clear that he wanted out of Houston. Then all this starts to come through. Yes, he practiced all year. But again, you're looking at the same thing that we've been talking about for a couple of weeks, actually, of being up to speed, game ready, much like a guy like Colin Kaepernick is. Therefore, Deshaun Watson didn't want that same problem. 
So he knew at some point he was going to be traded. He knew at some point this was going to be settled. He knew as a 26-year-old quarterback, one of the top quarterbacks in the league, that he was going to get another chance to play. So he had to stay up with it. He absolutely 100% was not going to play for Houston ever again. Ever again. Abundantly clear. That's fair. It's funny that you say that, though, because there was a report by the Houston Inquirer. I guess it's the Houston Inquirer. I don't know the name of the publication, but it's the Houston that Deshaun Watson had went to the front office and said he would not want to be traded if they found a way to play him during the year. Second thing that needs to be pointed out is that this only came out after Deshaun Watson asked for a trade. And then after when now that everything cycled out, there was a grievance against the Houston Texans who now said that they knew about every single thing that was going down. So it leads me to believe that there's a little bit more to this Deshaun Watson story. We need that 30 for 30 immediately. So I mean, yeah. ESPN and Phil and Phil's saying here, you know, I don't think we're ever going to know how many of the women actually came forward. We're telling the truth and how many got paid intentionally to potentially lie. And we've heard all the things that say, Oh, well, a lot of their stories echoed one. Like I, 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 I hear all of that. Number one, you cannot decide how someone is a victim or not. Facts. That's fact. You cannot. And again, you said, you know, you're the father of daughters. I mean, you cannot tell someone that they are not a victim. Facts. So no, 24 women, clearly something happened. So whether it was with one, whether it was with two, all 24, clearly something happened. And all that we are learning, and as Maddie says here, is the NFL condones this behavior as long as you make the NFL money. We have seen time and time again, if there is a way for you to make money for the NFL, they are not going to severely punish you. And if you are a quarterback, we know for a fact they're not going to punish you. Look at Ben Roethlisberger. Um... That's right. I'm slandering your boy. No, no, I don't. I don't mind Ben Rosberger because I mean, end of the day, it happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, but was Ben Rosberger ever suspended? Uh I'm not sure. Hold on. Hmm. That's another. It's another. Because the issue is that this what is what's happening is, is that six games. <laughs> so he later he reduced to four games. So he was also suspended. So the precedence is Ben Roethlisberger. Facts. The, Kobe Bryant. Not 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 to throw dirt on Kobe's name. I love Kobe, but we can just go through the list. Ray Rice never got back in the league, and he legitimately got caught on camera beating a woman's ass in the mm-hmm. damn. But Tyreek Hill. Hill is still playing. Act- I mean, the the fact of the matter is. There is no real consequence for the big name players. There just isn't, you know, and we, we can exactly like Phil saying, we can start naming names and saying, you know, I'm not trying to compare apples to oranges here, but the, the fact that Calvin Ridley is suspended this whole season for betting on a game that he wasn't playing in, you know, the fact that DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for six games for steroids? For PDs, yeah, yeah. You so can go down the list of how the crime does not fit the punishment and the punishment does not fit the crime. And in this situation, with how severe it is, 
with how high profile it is, with how the entire NFL pushed pause while we waited for the results of this. I mean, the fact that the Browns even traded for him when all this was still up in the air, but then immediately went out and signed a quarterback when they still had Baker Mayfield on the roster, they went out and signed a quarterback so that they know he's going to play the first six games. It was never a question that he was going to be suspended. So how is it that six games is a fitting punishment for this? Because I'm telling you, Chip, they probably did time served. I'm telling you. But he chose not to play. He asked Houston for a new right. black coach, a yep. new black GM. Yes. And they and he asked him to stop trading his key players away. Yes. You're JJ Watts. You're Hopkins. He asked him, stop trading my good players away. So, okay. So let's just be honest. How dare he? So let's just be real. Houston was a dumpster fire. It we was. Know, we know that was a dumpster fire. Just so happens that the cornerstone of their team, they trade away J.J. Watt. He served his time there. They got rid of him, right? They got him for a bas- They got a basket of shrimp for him. They <laughs> so, traded for him for nothing. Nothing, right? So that doesn't make sense. So then they keep the one guy on the team, and they got to make him sit through purgatory. And the second that he said that he don't want to do it anymore, all of a sudden this guy that's been all in the NFL, all on TV, giving kids houses, all this stuff, giving away his first game checks, is now all of a sudden a pariah. Now he's a, a, a sex offender and all this stuff. It just, the timing does not make sense, guys. All I'm saying is, I understand that this guy might have been doing something with his massage therapist, and that's absolutely ridiculous and it's unforgivable, right? But it's but a it reason why- It is forgivable. It clearly is forgivable in six games. Listen, it's not forgivable. And this guy's $230 million forgivable. Listen. Chip, nobody's ever going to forget what happened. Nobody's ever going to forget those massage therapists who said this shit. It's like nobody ever forgot what happened with Kobe. They might have been like, oh, Kobe's still one of the greatest players ever, but they never forgot. We never forgot what happened with Ben Roethlisberger. We never forgot what happened with Ray Rice. They may cheer for him, but in the back of their mind, they're still saying he a rapist or whatever the, whatever the term is that they're going to use for him. Like, there's there's nothing he can do to repair his, his thought process in people's head. They might not outwardly say it, but when you walk by, people say shit under their breath all the time. So, I mean, he's never going to live this down. So even if he goes out and wins 16 Super Bowls, let's say he goes out and pulls a Tom Brady, people are never going to forget what he did in Houston or what the massage therapist. But I disagree with you there because, again, we just had to look up whether or not Ben Roethlisberger had any serve any kind of suspension for this. Right. We had, to look, said- it, we had to look it up, and he won two Super Bowls. What you're saying is, but we didn't forget that he did it. That's what I'm saying. Like, we knew that off the top of our head. Like, that was the first person you said that was similar to that. Right, right. You didn't have to think about it. I think, and I think Adam makes a really good point here. Why does the NFL continue to support this kind of crap? Because you have this player conduct policy. You have arbitrators. You have lawyers. You have the NFLPA. You've got all these things in place to make these. You're suspect. I'm sorry. Josh Gordon has missed multiple football seasons, a huge chunk of his career over weed. Yes, but how many of those times have he put himself out? I mean, I'm not saying he's the brightest bulb in the box. No, I'm I'm just saying in general, like, okay, so the, the bottom line has always been the NFL's motto. If it doesn't, if it affects the bottom line in a negative way, they're yeah. done. That's their pocket. And the one thing that you said, and by the way, I, I love the comments rolling. And I'm trying to get to them, but I know JD and I disagree, not disagree, 
but have a different take on a lot of this. Um, so I am going to put your comments up as we go. But the one thing that you said, JD, that I want to really point out is you mentioned that the timing was a little bizarre, right? Oh, yeah. He's really like, weird. I want to trade. And then all this was released. I think the timing matched perfectly. Okay, go ahead. Because he, because he had been doing these things. Okay. And the, you know, the code of brotherhood in the NFL where, you know, you, you don't, you know, oh, well, we just won't say anything, you know, because he's our, that, that's my quarterback, right? We just won't say anything because as Johnny says, winning cures everything. And we'll talk about the whole Cleveland part, but winning cures everything. When all of a sudden he's like, I want out, nobody felt loyalty to him anymore. And they aired his dirty laundry. Or they had been helping him cover his dirty laundry or helping him facilitate this type of abuse. And then they knew where the bodies were buried. That's so what I'm saying. But that's so what you I'm just said the same thing. You said the same thing no, 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 I just no, no. said. It I'm, wasn't I'm agreeing. surprising at all the timing. The no, timing was actually exactly right. Chip, that's what I'm saying is that that's what makes it that's what makes it crazy is because that was that's what they were holding over his head and they probably said if you ask out we're going to we're going to let the floodgates gates loose on you and he probably said you know what it's worth it or maybe he really didn't do it and that's why he's been saying hey I know I didn't do anything I don't know like we won't ever know what happened with him and these women in this room only thing I'm saying is only thing I know is that dude should never get a massage again he should just if he's sore. If he if it ain't his wife or whatever, then he shouldn't get a massage. Like he should just get one of I those mean, guns. And by just by judge's ruling, he is no longer allowed to unless the Cleveland Browns go. Hey, we are sending Olaf in to go rub you down. Well, funny story that you say that because these people were found by the Houston Texans. That's why they got in trouble. So technically, he would be just in the same rights that he was in before because Houston was compliant, complicit of what was happening. Clearly. So let me ask a question that is probably not the most PC. Oh, shit. Right? Bringing up Michael Vick. Yes. After all of the dogfighting stuff, and he served his time, and he got his fresh chance, and, you know, everybody came out of the woodworks and said, you know, absolutely not. We're no longer Eagles fans. We don't support this. We're not doing this. He started winning. He started doing the thing, whatever. You know, PETA was on the front line. PETA, by the way, they suck as an organization. Let me just put that Definitely out there. Suck. They're terrible, terrible people. Um, but if you remember a couple years after all that, he got a new family dog. And it was a real quiet story that, you know, got the people who were already offended kind of like upset a little bit. But he got a new family dog. This known dog abuser got a new family dog. And then... It was fine. It was fine. Funny. And, you know, people and people still do the whole, well, you know, he's a dog abuser and he gets called out on, on you know, Fox Sports and whatever it is that he's on in these days. Are you going to tell me hmm. that in three years, hmm. in five years, hmm. in seven years, that people are not going to be like, oh, he's just. You know, he's a football player and, you know, he it's a long season and it's a tough season. And his offensive line is not that good. He had to go get a massage. And meanwhile, he's going to, you know, Becky's Bonerville massage parlor. Becky's Bonerville? <laughs> I'm not laughing because this is you said, Bonerville. Listen, <laughs> I'm not saying that that won't happen, Jill. But what I'm saying is 
that for black men, I'm gonna say this for specifically okay. for black men, they don't forget. We never forget that T.O. cried about Tony Romo because it's in it. I referenced it tonight. Right. We never forget about this stuff. Like, I get what you're saying, but the black eye is the black eye. You don't, you can't unring a bell. So now that somebody says something about you, you only get one name. So no matter what he does, even if it's great, let's say he goes out, like I said, pulls a Tom Brady. They're all like Kobe Bryant after the, after what happened with him in Colorado that night, mm-hmm. it, some, Somebody even brought it up after his death. Like somebody brought that up. What happened that night in that hotel? Because you don't get another name. The things that you're associated with for your life are going to be associated with you, regardless if you're exonerated or not, because in the the court of public opinion, he's done. So what is it? If it matters if six games or 150 games, people are always going to know that about about Deshaun Watson. Even if he ever walks into another Messiah, even if he walks in anywhere, people are going to be mumbling about this guy for the rest of his life. I'm not saying what he did was right. I think it was wrong. But he's got 230 million reasons not to care. Listen, I mean, and, Matt, and look, and Maddie's saying here, you know, they'll forget if he wins the Super Bowl, he trumps that. He um, Mike's saying they won't forget; they'll just start to care less. Which, again, Kobe I don't, won, dis- Kobe I don't won disagree with. Championships afterward, he won multiple championships after that, including that year that they came. By the way, that massage won. parlor that's Maddie said, located it. Oh, okay, I'm it's located in Intercourse, PA. Um, that's, that's disgusting. You know, yeah. We remember these people that we put up on a pedestal. So we mentioned Kobe Bryant, the Ben Roethlisberger's, the Tiger Woods, you know, Michael Jordan with the gambling. We remember these things. Absolutely. He gets, I I know how my wife feels about this because we talked about it, you know, this afternoon, you know, he gets to play the preseason. Now I don't think that he will um, just for injury purposes and then sit for six games and then play 11 plus if they go further. And that's going to be the end of it. That's going to be the end of it. What do they say about Ray Lewis? What does everybody call Ray Lewis? He's a murderer. Right. But you know where that murderer is right now? He's in the Hall of Fame. He may be in the Hall of Fame. What do we call Pete Rose? A cheater. He's going to be at the 1980 celebration. Now, apparently he's also a um, piece of shit human being as well when it comes to the way he treated women, which I did not know. And now I'm less on the Pete Rose bandwagon other than... Other than exactly, he is the career hits leader. Right. So I need you to go down to Phil's comment. And just a Which reminder, one? if he wanted, regardless, if he wanted but to he sit chose. or not, it he does not matter. to sit those games. Chip, so when you go to jail, how about this? I just, this is what I love doing because I, I did this with my one of my law students that's at, okay. in high school, one of my law. He wants to be a law student. So today we had a conversation. He texted me, he said, hey, coach. Uh, he's like, how does it work if you go to jail? I was like, well, if you go to jail and like you go in front of the judge and they remand you, let's say they remand you to Rikers Island and you stay in Rikers Island. Let's say your trial takes a year to hit Uh and then you go, you know, in front of the judge, finally get your trial and they give you a year. You get out on time served. You get out on time served. The NFL is not prison. We want the NFL to be not, but it's, but it's not the same thing. He chose to not play. I understand what you're saying, Chip, but there's no way in hell Houston would have put him out there on that field last year. Correct. Because they, they never knew. So in the same way that we saying he didn't want to play there, Correct. they also knew that those games would have been up for grabs. So 
honestly, they probably looked at it. So let's say they say, okay, well, we was we would have we would have suspended him for a year, but he already didn't play last year. So then he would. So then you count what eighteen games or whatever, seventeen games plus six yeah, more. Yeah. So that's what twenty some odd games. Like, listen, I, I am of the firm belief. I'm of the firm belief that had Deshaun Watson wanted to play, they would have put him out there over Davis Mills. If they didn't know that, if they nobody knew what was going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Because let's say he played those games. Let's say he would have won. Let's say he would have went undefeated with the damn Houston Texans somehow. None of those <laughs> games could have counted. Like they could have come back and said, because he's under whatever, or because he never got put on the exception the exemption list. Remember that? I, I, never got, I know. He never got put on the list. And there was a reason for that. They're because they didn't have first of all, they didn't have enough information. And I believe mm-hmm. that a lot of these stories are more spotty than everybody wants to know. And I just, like I said, I can't wait till this 30 for 30 comes but out. But like, even if it's one true story. One true story, yes. Let's say even if it's so again, we know that there's 24 of them, and we know that he has already settled 23 of them. So for Mr. I, I didn't do anything wrong, he went and said, but take some money and take some money to, to stop. Even if it's one, it is one too many. Facts. And at some point. At some point, the NFL has got to stop going, well, these guys are gladiators and they're warriors, and that's why they beat the shit out of their wives. They have to stop. If they're going to have a player conduct policy, they have to stop looking at their bottom line and putting these guys out there. Because for a while, they were doing the same thing with the concussions. They didn't care that these guys were getting concussion after concussion. after. They did not care. They just what? ran them into a brick wall and then put them out the pasture. Guys like Junior Seau committing suicide – because of head injuries, one of the greatest linebackers to ever play the game. They do not care that Deshaun Watson may or may not have raped 24 women. So I'm going to say something here, and it's probably going to sound kind of weird, but it's true. If you go back historically mm-hmm. and you look at sports, people want sports to be the moral compass of the world. Correct. But I'm here to tell you that it's not. The moral compass of the world should be the government. But instead, we let people get in office who literally say they're going to grab people by their vaginas. So I'm not sure if you guys are realizing. So everybody that's enraged right now, that's highly upset. You got to remember that the world, the NFL is not anybody's moral compass. They're literally just a league and you can decide to watch or not watch. Right. Like we all have that right. I don't want people to get discouraged by that because at the end of the day, I'm a firm believer in karma. Who's to say that uh-huh. Deshaun Watson doesn't go out there first play of the game next year and get his damn head knocked off and never plays again? We don't know that. Like, we don't know. Like, we're not God. We don't know what karma looks like. And karma is a divine a divine equalizer. So I don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson, right? But I am sure – that the guy who said that he was going to, he wished he would have killed his w- girlfriend or wife that time. He beat her. He's like, he can't believe that she was still breathing. I'm sure we'll never see him again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure we'll never see because that Because you can even call him out by name. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can call Ray Rice out, it? though. Well, right, because Ray Rice was one of the top running backs in football. 
he got caught on camera. It was unquestionable. Right. So, but I'm, so my question is, just like in the court system, doesn't it need to be without reasonable doubt? In the court of public opinion, no, no, because right? the court so of that- public because the court of public opinion, which is what. So part of the issue is that we operate in a world where social media and videos and all this stuff is at your fingertips. So in the court of public opinion, Deshaun Watson was guilty way before any, any kind of court stuff. Exactly. And then more information came out and more information came out and more information came out. I would like to point out though, that the court of public opinion is usually right to an extent because the courts are not. I would like to remind the audience that O.J. Simpson got away with murder. And Ray Lewis as well, by the way. Ray Lewis got away with murder. So his his was a little less because, again, the court of civil, right? The civil court nailed O.J. to the cross after that. Oh, yeah, they got him because the, the, because, the burden. Because the burden of proof is not as extreme. So extreme? you're telling – and again – so the grand jury from, from Houston decided, ah, oh, you know what, ah, not enough evidence. Mm. But he had to settle 23 lawsuits? I mean, because money's money, dude. We already know there how is There is a truth to this somewhere. And again, the comments that are rolling in, I, I, I'm trying to put them up as I, as I remember to. Um, my wife put a comment up maybe 10 minutes ago saying, no one can tell a woman if she did or did not feel threatened or obligated, and that's a big one. To do what these women did. So maybe he wasn't aggressive about it. But he may have made it very clear that I am a grown-ass athlete. Yeah. And if this is what is going to happen. So to prevent further injury, further problems, they decided to do these things. And I'm... And I'm completely good with that. You know, I was a sapper in the military. I'm all for sexual assault prevention. I get all that. Yeah. Sometimes it's fight or flight. I get it. I get all of that, man. Like you, you're you're telling me something I understand, but I just got to remind everybody that it's two sides to everything. And I know of everybody. Course. That's just of the only problem course. with this stuff. Like that's the one thing. Unless you have, and I think that's why the grand jury said no twice, not once. They tried him twice with a grand jury, and both times they came up absolutely empty. So that means that there's a lot of holes there. And what another thing I'm not was, look, and I'm not even saying like this guy should go to jail. I mean, in my personal opinion, I think this guy should go to jail. But if the evidence isn't there, if all these things, you know, whatever. But how can the NFL sit here and go, you know what? We can't prove that he did it, but we also can't prove that he didn't. So maybe this isn't the guy that we should have being the face of an organization. Maybe this isn't the guy we should have trotting out and signing autographs for little kids, which he has been doing in Cleveland at training camp. So the, another, the other part, what of are you is, saying to the women of Cleveland that this is okay? Now, mind you women of Cleveland, that's, they haven't, he's not no contact with women of Cleveland. I hope like <laughs> just, and the Browns said it was okay too. Conaway, Mr. Conaway, Don Conaway a little while ago, the Browns also gave him a bullshit contract with minimal salary for this season. So that, okay, we're going to be suspended six games without pay. Okay. Water droplet. Water droplet in a bathtub. So that he only loses a small amount of money. $230 million. Listen, y'all. I, 
listen, Chip, we are talking like we we're just saying it on a different side of the thing. I'm not saying dude's not a pervert. He probably is right. my, he's probably a perv. The dude's probably pervy. I'm just gonna be real with you. Is he a rapist? I don't know if I can say he's a rapist. Is he pervy? Hell yeah, he pervy. But is he a rapist? Like a rapist is really, really a strong, strong word. Like, like rapists belong in like Rikers Island. And we all know what happens to rapists in jail. So throwing around throwing around sexual assault, sexual misconduct, like that's those are very, very different things. Like because sexual assault means touching. You know, that you actually touch somebody. But sexual misconduct is words, maybe innuendos, just being pervy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but again, 24 cases in a massage parlor. So in my mind, in my mind, it's it's it is still sexual misconduct. It, it is, is still sexual assault. assault. It is still sexual assault because it's in a location. You have to look. I'm look in my in my opinion. You are looking at the locale of it where touching happens. Yeah, but if somebody else is touching you. Or, but you're not being assaulted. That's the big thing. Like, that's the difference. Like, I hear what you're saying, but as a person who dealt with sexual assault on that level, it's right. You have, you have, it has to be clear and concise. The clear means he had to have touched the woman and made the sexual advance with touching. The you innuendo and words is where it's almost like sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Like, it's almost like that. That's how we learned it in school. Like, yeah, the sexual assault is the touching, but the words are just as bad. Agreed. But it doesn't, but it doesn't carry the same weight. Just except, as, just as except that it should. Because we are talking about a time when the phrase, oh, well, he slid into my DMs is commonplace but sliding okay so let me let me throw this out there so i slid into my wife's dms so like i'm not okay. gonna i slid into my wife's dms so technically but see that's what i'm saying but the word the words you use and what you do with that like you might have went in there really respectful like hey i think you're a sweetheart nice seeing you at the um at the the show would like to reconnect or like to connect that's a nice you know nice little little message but here's the bad part the same way you slid in and said that, somebody could slide in right behind you and say, hey, girl, looking good in that. Like, I know you want to go out with me. And that's now perfect. So we got to watch how we're. So why? Again, because you cannot decide how something is perceived. You cannot decide that someone doesn't feel victimized. That's You fair. can't tell someone how to feel. Right, but you're asking. So why are we telling these 24 women? And again, I don't know if it is all 24. I don't. Again, I'm not. I know that there's that portion. I know that there's the question marks. But let's just say that. Let's say 10. Okay, so let's just say 10 of them have legitimate true cases, and they are lumped into this 24. Okay. How is it okay that the NFL is condoning this? And saying that your 10 cases, well, you got paid out, so therefore you're no longer a victim. And we're moving on. Why are we why are we surprised? This is a league who suspended a guy for kneeling and he never got back in the NFL. Like never. Right. Because, because he also wasn't good enough to be 
fought uh-uh. for. He wasn't go. good enough to be fought for. Here we go. So Sean check- Watson is one of the top talents in the NFL or should be. But they always protect their own. And I would like to point out the big money makers here because it's funny. Like Adam was trying to make a joke here, but it sent me down my own mental rabbit hole. Roger Kraft owns the New England Patriots and is a complete and total scumbag. Jerry Jones owns the Dallas Cowboys. Complete and total scumbag. Daniel Snyder owns the Washington Commanders, is a complete and total scumbag. Brett Favre sent pictures of his genitalia to an NFL reporter and was not suspended at all. Thanks. Your big moneymakers do not get punished. And just so we can blank period. And just so we can throw this out there, you actually said something very great. I want you to, I want you to hear this. You need to remember that a little bit ago, there was a thing that came out about playboy and mentioned in those people were Jim Brown. He was mentioned in those guys with Bill Cosby. So we're not talking about a lead that is morally upstanding. Listen, that the only reason that we're having this conversation right now is because people want the NFL to be their moral compass. If you don't like what the NFL stands for, then don't watch it. But I'm telling you, you're going to watch it. But shouldn't they be to an extent, if you are going to go through the – the, the charade of putting in an NFL player conduct policy. Right. Shouldn't you actually have an NFL player conduct policy regardless, regardless of the talent? Chip, do you have an HOA in your community? Uh, I'm honestly not sure. Okay. So let's say you had an HOA in your community. The HOA is set up to protect your your property value. Uh So they look out for your best interest, so on and so on and so forth. But on the HOA, there's normally a board. And the board Uh normally decides what the rules are. So let's say that this board has a guy who loves swimming pools. And he wants to be able to have everybody have a swimming pool in their backyard. And they won't have to put a community pool up. So what he does is he puts that in place. All right? But let's just say that somebody goes and raises sand about having a community pool. The HOA can decide that pool is not cool anymore. Like everybody having pools is not cool. But whoever is in charge can decide if all the pools need to stay or they need to go. There's no different in the NFL. If that interest supports the interest of the NFL, then they will make all type of changes to support their own interest. It has nothing to do with being a, being a, a moral compass, like they're not, like they're not. They let not, racism go on in the league. They let all kind of stuff go on in the league. So they're not the moral compass. We're 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 complaining about something we knew was going to happen. But again, like, and Phil makes a good point here. Right, the more money you have, the less trouble you get. And simple as that. And that's the wrong with society as a whole. You look at all these celebrities who get you know house arrest for doing things that put regular poor folk in jail for three to five years. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, I know it's not a fair society. I am well, well aware of that. I also know that the almighty dollar controls everything. I am well aware of that. And I want, I know that the whole moral compass thing, and I do understand that. But if you have the most predominant, and I'm going to put males yep. out there, and in most situations, 
it's the most predominant African-Americans in the world in charge of these sports. Why isn't there some sort of onus for these gentlemen to behave, to set the example? Because we all know that when Dennis Rodman acted like a hot mess express, no one was like, oh my God, I want to be like him. Uh, I don't know. But if people you know loved that. watching the show. I don't know if you know that. Like, I Dennis, know Carmen like, Electra and porn stars. I get it. Listen, the dude Liv was a rock star, bro. Like he, what did he say? It doesn't make it okay. But again, we look at musicians who do these things, you know, and uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. Why? What was that exit? It, it was from the fucking Rolling Stones, man. Right? Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We know that's how the world operates. We know the phrase, you know, sex sells. Like, we understand these things. Right. But. But. At some point, basic human decency needs to become cool. That is how we got into the situation that we have gotten into these last couple years. Where we are literally dividing a country over whether or not to infect the person next to us. Facts or the one where they say women don't control their own bodies, that part or, or that part. We, we live in a world in a country right now where women are not allowed to control their own bodies. That's a fantastic point. I can't believe that we spent 46 minutes and didn't say that once. I just wanted to throw that out there. Like, women but you're right. But clearly they don't because 24 women were just told. Nah, not that big of a deal. Okay. So let me throw this out there. Let me throw this out. Cause I, cause what you're like, the way you're saying what you're saying says something different. But what I'm saying is I agree with what you're saying on that point that it should matter what happened to them. Right. But we are wanting the NFL to step up and make him pay for that. That's not in their admission statement. Okay, so so let me let me let me do this here, right? Okay. Yes. Um see what you got. You and I are both in education. Facts. I'm not going to go to the extreme of which this whole situation is, but I clearly remember, I clearly remember when I was in college for education. Facts. We were told so many times that if we were caught in any kind of social media pictures with alcohol, we would not be able to get hired. Facts. We were told that once we got our jobs, mm-hmm. if we got things like DUIs or arrests or things like that, for not not extreme stuff like this, that we would be fired. Yes, that's facts. This man is accused of sexually assaulting 24 women. The NFL is a business. It is a job. You're a telling me business. that this... That this, okay, you tell me that this private business can't go. You are not welcome to play here anymore. Right. But if you say, the thing what people forget is this is a private business, but they operate off money. Like education is, unless you work at a private school, which private school has way stricter rules, by the way. Um, If you work at a private school, those rules are way stricter than a public school because they can't set the rules there. But there's so much money that is being changing hands in the NFL Let's say that Deshaun Watson is kicked out of the league. He never plays another another game of football. Okay. Fine think, by me. Do you think that stops the next 
person from doing it? Who's to say it doesn't? I'm to say it doesn't because we've watched it. We've watched it for years. Ray Rice hit somebody, never played football again. And about a year later, Tyreek Hill did something very similar. And nothing actually happened to this man. He just won, a, he won Super Bowls. But again, so what are we saying? You are, this is where I go. Well, these guys are programmed for violence, right? Their whole careers, ever since you know, Pee Wee football, they are programmed for violence. This is different than that. I am not condoning beating the hell out of somebody. In this, I am in, not. And to Adam's point, Deshaun Watson isn't married or have kids, he's just a pervert. <laughs> I mean, he's a perv. He didn't cheat on his wife or beat his wife or anything like that. Like, these guys are literally doing shit like this, hurting children. Like, I get all this stuff. These guys are literally, some of them are still in the league. Like, literally walking around, breathing, sucking air, like all that stuff. None of these guys have gotten beat up by the mob or any of that. I just know that when you make the comment about being a teacher, teachers are put in place to be mentors. Instead of them looking up to athletes, however, comma, society says that athletes are the people they should look up to. So that is why that is the situation. Because no, it's not in the NFL's mission statement to protect women or children or the, the interest. Well, why not? So, but, so, but, but, but why not? And I'm, I'm going to bring Teal's comment back up in a second. But why not? If all of a sudden the NFL, because they realize that there's a race problem, are now saying you must hire an offensive coordinator or a defense coordinator or an assistant coach or somebody who is of a minority. How does that work? It's clearly not. Facts. So what But they realize it's a problem. They're now doing the same thing with women where they realize that the NFL has a problem with women because now they're going, well, someone in your front office has to be a woman or a coach has to be a woman. Okay. How long does it take? They know that there is a problem. But in reality, the problem is solved if the NFL very clearly says, if you act this way, if you do this thing, you are not welcome in our league. Go play in the XFL. Go play in the USFL. Go play in Canada. Go play in Turkmenistan. I don't care. The NFL has an unbelievable amount of power. They are the most popular league in the world. No, that's actually FIFA. Incorrect. Because FIFA has – but, but remember, FIFA has all these different levels, all these different tiers. They tra- they play all over the place. They The NFL is very clear-cut. It is 17 games, one Super Bowl that is broadcast internationally. That's it. Listen, Chip, me and you are on the same side. I, I know we want, are. And I just want you to realize that you, know are, you are here with it. Like, you're radical with it. And I'm just trying to curb your enthusiasm because – you're going to give yourself a heart attack because like these people are not going to care. Like the Jerry Jones of the world who sleep on hundred dollar bills at night while others just pray that they make minimum wage. Like this is the situation. It's the haves and the have nots. And unfortunately the haves have not realized that women's rights matter. So like they don't care. And that sucks because women do matter. And without a woman, we're not here today. So my wife, my wife put up a comment and said, People have to remember that young men and young women watch these sports. They look up to them. They want to be like them. They work through school to become the next them. They play in their front yard 
emulating, oh, Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb. Like, they're going to pretend to be these people. Facts. This stuff tells those young men and women that it is okay to devalue other human beings as long as you are worth the money that the NFL puts into you. Pause. Why is that that way? Because parents who are also subscribing to watch these ba- these basketball and football games don't instill those values. Yes, Aaron, people love Aaron Rodgers. Yes, people love uh, before him. They loved Brett Favre and all these other weirdos and Tom Brady and you know all these guys. Peyton Manning. They loved all these guys. But when I was growing up, loved Michael Jordan to death. But I knew he was a degenerate. Like, because my dad made it known that his dad was probably killed because of his gambling. So you have to, as a parent, decide what your kids can let in their ear and in their body and in their mind. And then you have to let them re- remember that the real heroes are your teachers, your mom, your dad, the, the firemen, the policemen that might have helped you. Like, that's what we have to realize. That yes, these athletes are nothing but ath- they're just athletes. They just have a great big stage and a great big platform, but they're nobody like these dudes. And you and I know that. And you and I know that. But as parents now, it's really hard to tell a child. I, I ready? Here you go. I'm gonna tell you a story from today with my eight year old. Facts. Let's do it. Okay. I was driving to go because I'm running a, a tournament this weekend for the umpire stuff and I had to go pick up the money, right? And I was explaining how what I'm not doing this week is going up to Cooperstown and umpiring Little League Baseball for a week, right? Because that was what I was supposed to do, but I couldn't because of camp and all that stuff. Fine. And my kid goes, you're a pretty famous umpire. And I said, no, I'm not. I said, I just do Little League Baseball. It's fine. And to try to be funny... My eight-year-old goes, well, can I get a new dad? And I was like, what do you mean by that? He goes, well, because I want someone famous. And I explained that that wasn't nice. And I heard my face. He goes, I was just trying to be funny. Like, it wasn't funny, but we're good. We're moving on past it. Little kids, they want the money. They want the women. They want the cars, they want the bling, they want the success, they want those things. You see teachers working their job and then going to work in a grocery store at night. Thanks. That's not sexy. That's not something to idolize. Right. You see ER doctors working 12, 14, 18-hour shifts. That's hard work. That's not sexy. But you see the island boys... Island boys making their bajillions of dollars. It's tough for me as a parent to go, well, clearly those guys are garbage. I, but I but dad, they're too. successful. But dad, they're they're famous. How Why you, would I not want that? Because all money ain't good money. And I know that, you know that. No, I get what and you're saying. And there's a value in hard work. And, you know, we, we, we've we been fed the stories and you and no, I no, follow no. them. No, 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 no. I need you to hear what I'm saying, though. All money ain't good money. All publicity ain't good publicity. And it may come all with a false, dollar. False, because you hear all publicity is good publicity. Because even if they're talking bad about you, they're still talking they about still, 
I get what you're saying, Chip, but we have to realize we are raising young men. Like, it, period. I know. In, in my case, I'm raising young black men. So I need to be on the up and up. And I got to be a whole bean and a whole bit of honest with you. Everything that you get in this world comes with a price. Mm-hmm. And even though it says, hey, I'm a five-star recruit, just as quick as you can get it, it can be gone. And you don't know what that person's having to go through to keep it. So as much as you say that, you know, the world is weird and all this and all that, there's still value in protecting young men's minds. And the mind part well, is- Of course there is. Down. I'm not denying that at all. But it's really hard to convince those young men when they see the flash that these athletes- and the love that these athletes and the accolades and the money and the cars and all these things. But how fast these do athletes are getting? Chip? Like that's another of course thing. it can turn. We look at a guy like Henry Ruggs. We see how fast it can turn. And it I'm not turn. trying to make a joke about the speeding thing because I know that's how some people are like, oh, he's saying some crass stuff. That's not what I'm trying to say. You saw everybody turn on him because he drove too fast, had no, no control over, and killed a person. So, so he's like, So that's what I'm saying. So like. Just as quick as you have that cautionary tale, there's just as many cautionary tales, like the Delonte West of the world. You know what I'm saying? The You have the Lynn Biases of the world. For those of you guys who don't know who Lynn Biases, there's just as many cautionary tales. So while you're worried about people going to hell in the handbasket, some some people will. And some people will buy, some people will drink the Kool-Aid. But there'll be a dad and a mom, like you and T and me and Sarah, That'll be teaching their kid the right thing to do. And they won't fall for that. But there's always going to be. is amazing. But for every two kids that I save, and I'm not even counting the ones that I reach when I teach. I'm not counting my 50, my 50 cat, my campers that I see this year. I'm not even, because I have affected the lives of, I would average between coaching, teaching, camp counseling, all that stuff. Probably close to 2,000 kids in my life. Yeah. Right? At 35 years old, I have affected the lives of 2,000 kids. Facts. But every one of those 2,000 kids has a celebrity that they idolize. And has an athlete that they idolize. That's never going to stop, Chip. So for all the good that we do and all the hard work that I've put in over a 13 year teaching career and the umpiring and the camp counseling and the raising of kids and doing all the, for all of the hard work that I do, a guy like Deshaun Watson has a bigger platform. So why isn't he made to be responsible for it? He is made to be responsible for it. How? Six games, no Dude, fine, small ass cost this year. Why you got so? That's what I'm trying to understand. Like this dude's reputation is never going to be right. Like, but it I doesn't hope- matter because he's going to make his money. He's going to play his games. He's going to get his accolade. And in 20 years, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. But like I said, we don't know how everything's going to play out. Yet. We really don't. We're know. literally going to make a brass face of this man and say this guy was important to the league, the history of the league. So my, okay, so Chip, would you say that's that nuts? Would you say that you're? Would you say that you're? Would you say you're a religious man? No. Okay, so you're not a religious man. So me, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty religious person. Like I, you know, I'm a big prayer. I'm, I'm one of those guys. Like I pray a lot. I pray for a lot of people. A lot of my friends, I pray a lot. And I'm always under the understanding that you can make a mistake 
And it's what you do after the mistake sometimes that can make all the difference. Mm-hmm. So let's say Deshaun Watson is this perv, like this means super perv, perv. Like let's say he's perv. Okay. But let's say he, he is, is rehabilitated. Let's say he somehow is rehabilitated and we never hear anything bad about the dude ever again. Should we should we never let him get another chance to make it right? I think that do we never get to, does he never get to live it down? Like Michael Vick got to live it down. Like but he's not because people are still talking about. It. I think to an extent, and we both talked about this, is that yes, you should get the idea and the chance of you know forgiveness, right, right, and you should get the chance to you know attempt to move on with that. My issue with Deshaun Watson is how has he shown that he wants forgiveness? By paying off some civil lawsuits, I don't think he. I think the civil lawsuits were just a part. Like this had to be done. You're so until he goes and volunteers in a bunch of women's shelters and hears a bunch of stories of women who were sexually assaulted, and he knows the severity of what he did to his 24 women, or didn't do to the 24 women, because I know it's alleged and I know all that stuff. And Johnny, I see your comment. Believe me, I do. But until he actually does the work, he's not. I'm not willing to forgive. Listen, I hear what it's an saying. empty apology. I hear it's actually not saying. an apology because he hasn't said anything. He's like, I'm not, I haven't, I didn't do anything. So, listen, he had to deal with that. I know people don't know this, but like, this isn't where we're going to end up when it's all said and done. I'm, I'm sorry, like, you're not going to live here. I'm, I'm not this place that we are is temporary. So, we don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody in, but we want to be judged during executioner. So, what does it matter? Like, he's got to the test for that later on in life. I'm not saying the dude can't do better. He might go out here and do something great. Like, he might, maybe he does. Maybe he maybe he starts a women's shelter, and he really does a test for his sins, or maybe he really does do something. I don't have a heaven or hell to put this man in. because So, because I don't, I have to just hope and pray that he does the right thing and never gets into anything ever again. And what is in his this thing is saying you never can go to one of these massage parlors again. You should make sure that this doesn't happen or you won't be eligible or whatever. So listen, they're also putting some of this verbiage in there to protect him him from himself. So listen, and I, I and, hear and, you, I, and I hear you with that part. But just because it's in the contract just because it's in the court decision that he won't do those things to protect himself. In my opinion, which doesn't mean shit, it's not enough. It means something, Chip. It means, it something. means something to you because you and I talk for an hour every week at the minimum. So you have to hear my opinion because at least 57 of those minutes is me yelling at you and you trying to talk me off a ledge. Well, but technically in theory, like I'm not disagreeing with you though. Like, I'm not, I haven't disagreed with anything you said. But again, I understand people deserving a second chance. But he still has to atone for the mistakes that he made the first time around. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when you force someone to, like, you, again, we got children. And you go, go say sorry to Timmy for punching him in the throat. Well, if you're not sorry for punching Timmy in the throat, I'm not making you say it. Uh, that's but I'm lot. also not letting you do that next activity that you want to do. I'm also not making you do that next activity that you want to do.
because you do not feel apologetic for punching Timmy in the throat. So and this is the feeling. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Now, whatever it is. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Or fool me three times, you're a fucking idiot for continuing to fall for it. It's not okay. a mistake if you it is a it is a disease. You know, if he goes and gets help, if he starts attending, you know, exactly. meetings, if he goes and starts attending meetings for, you know, having a sexual abuse problem, I mean, what, whatever it is, but he doesn't want to do the work. Therefore, he doesn't deserve the forgiveness of the NFL. We don't know what he has done. Like, we don't know. Like, he's been literally out the league for like a year. Like, we don't but know. But we know $230 million says the NFL doesn't have a problem with whatever, that he clearly has done enough. What you're saying is what Go you Go out see. there and tell us what it is. I don't think that we should be. <laughs> My thing is we want him to come to tell us what he's going to do to be better. But we don't have anything that. Like we want to be Jared's executioner. That's what I'm saying, Chip. Like in a time, oh, in anything. a time with a guy uh, and a, a guy like Lane, with a guy who is clearly having severe mental health issues, right? Right. And he's missing games, and he's he came out and said, "I am struggling mentally. Here is why. Here are the things that I am doing." And it opened up a whole league-wide, historical league-wide conversation of, you know what? I'm feeling this way too. Because as men, we're told to suppress our feelings. And as big, gigantic offensive linemen, you're damn sure from Oklahoma, you're damn sure know that he was never allowed to have feelings and emotions. That he went, hey, these guys have been killing themselves because they cannot handle this emotional stuff. I want to make it public. I want to remove the stigma. Thanks, but Deshaun Watson being a leader in the league, whether or not he wants to be being one of the highest paid players in the NFL, because we know money rules all should be required to go out and say, I messed up. These are the things that I'm doing to get back on the track and showing the even the players in the NFL, because I right, ignore the fact that they shouldn't be on these pedestals, fine, whatever. Showing these other NFL players that this is what you're supposed to do. That's what a leadership, that's what a leader does. Attitude reflects leadership. And he is not leading anybody but his gosh darn self. All right. So I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stop you there. I haven't I haven't disagreed with anything you said until now. So you said that he should be required to do this. But we just had spoke about not requiring him to do it and he should do it on his own. So is it do you want him to be required to it do it? It should or? be a part of him coming back in the league. Okay. So at that point then he's probably not going to mean it. Let's just be honest. Like cuz you're making him do it. It's like really in all honesty with Colin Kaepernick, they told him, "Hey, you can come back and have this workout for us, but we're probably not going to pick you up." <laughs> I mean, in, in theory, like it's all lip service, bro. Like it's lip service. I know. Like, I, honestly, I don't want you to piss on my head and tell me it's raining. Like, if the suspension, the six games is the six games, let him serve his six games. He's gonna make his money regardless. We don't have him in the hell to put him in. He's gonna have to work. And if everybody's so up in arms, then don't watch the NFL. But I assure you that you're going. It will. I'm and that week that seven game knows. against the Ravens is going to be one of the highest viewed Watch. games in the league this of season. Of course. But of course, because the issue is that Us. everybody likes a comeback story. 
and they're gonna they're gonna. That's what got him in trouble. Stop it. See, this is what I'm saying. We were trying to be, we were trying to be, you know, so we were trying to, we were being good, and then you went off the rails with some shenanigans. All I'm saying is, everybody <laughs> loves a good comeback story. So if that, if especially if they spin it like, hey, he's let's say they come back and say he's done all these things on this during the six games. He's spoken at women's things. He's he's he met with a psychologist. Like let's say they do all that. Nobody's going to fucking forget that he legitimately was accused of sexual misconduct. It does not matter what me and you say. It doesn't matter if we decide, hey, the dude's a better guy now, whatever. The to the day he dies, you're gonna be able to look up on Wikipedia <laughs> that he had 24 women against him so uh, civilly, and he had to pay them off. Just it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You're you only my dad used to tell me back in the day when I was young, my dad used to say, Jamal, you only get one name your whole yep. life. You only get one name. So whatever you do with that name is going to stick with you. Why is that not enough? We don't get to play jury, judge, jury, and executioner. Okay, you don't like what the NFL is doing? Don't watch it. But why don't, not? We get to put them up on the pedestal. You may, but if the, if you don't watch the NFL and you don't give NFL the power in your home, let's say you turn the NFL off, and let's say it affected their and it, and let's say it affected their their dollar value because people stop watching it, then it will matter. But the same people who are saying that they want this stuff to stop still watch every week, so it's never going to matter because unless you stop, it's going to happen. Matthew Walsh chiming in saying, "If I was a Cleveland Browns season ticket holder, I would gladly give up my season tickets right now and never look back. They deserve every bad thing coming in. Same with the Texans." Listen, and Matt, I agree. The Browns have been a bad the team. The problem a long is time. that as soon, what's that? The Browns have been a bad team a long time. They they deserve they some relief. The problem is that Matthew, as soon as you give up your tickets, that just means that the Browns have one more set of season tickets to sell, and they're gonna sell them for twice the price that they sold them in your ass. Correct, because they're not grandfathered into whatever price you're paying. And I get it, man. Everybody want like I'm just saying, people are just they have this moral compass and they want to live by it, but people don't want to live by the moral compass for everything. Because if everybody lived by this moral compass, everybody would be out protesting women's rights. The same people that are in here talking about, oh, yeah, like, he shouldn't be allowed to be in playing football. Like, did you go get your pitchfork? And did you go to your local abortion clinic? No, you didn't. Did you guys stop watching NFL when they stopped letting Colin Kaepernick play? No, you didn't. Because guess what? You still well, no, wanted to people watch people People did, but not, but they did it the opposite way. They stopped when he started kneeling, but they didn't stop when they realized that he was kneeling for a reason. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it never, it only affects you if it affects you in that way. Like you don't get to have it both ways. If you're going to be moral, you need to be moral about everything. Cause this is the NFL. It's not the national good faith league. It is the NFL. They're just playing a children's game and they're getting played crazy amounts of money to do it. So you got to take your personal feelings out of it. Unfortunately, if you don't, you can stop watching and you, and some people may, I just I struggle with the fact that there are really great, decent, amazing human beings out there who play football. Right? You look at a guy like Brian Dawkins was an incredible human being every step of the way. You look at a guy, here you go, your Steelers. You know, Heinz Ward was a great, great guy. Thanks. A great, great human. Troy Palomalu, great. I mean, you can name them all over the place. Right. But who do we really idolize? Mm. 
That's a that's a that's the that is the question of life. And and so down here, Adam says, "Do you guys agree with Colin Kaepernick kneeling?" And this is something I never really have said on a podcast, but I need it to be said. As okay. a person who served in the military, I had no issue with Colin Kaepernick kneeling because of the simple fact that he wasn't. Honestly, if you didn't want to see him, you just have, didn't have to look. You still keep. If you're honestly looking at the damn flag, you wouldn't have noticed him. If you're in that stadium, you wouldn't have noticed Colin Kaepernick not standing up. Right. You. It's because we look for the thing. Like there was a thing this guy said to me. Uh, guy, one of these a coaching clinics said, if you go into a restaurant and you get bad service, you're no, you're more so likely to go tell fifteen other people about your bad service. But if you go into a restaurant and get good service, you're likely to only tell one person about your good service. We we endorse the go negativity. on Yelp. Go on Yelp anytime. People are so I'm gonna Yelp this. They're so quick to go on Yelp and trash somebody than they are to be like, wow, great job. I great told you guys, stuff. you know, two weekends ago I did the whole baseball tournament and the head coach of the winning team made it a point to email the director of the tournament to say how much he appreciated working with me because I had had such a bad time with the um, with the other team. Facts. And that probably bad team chat probably went and probably sent the same email. Probably sent two of them. Well, they didn't get a chance to because it's uh, the other team. Uh, the director sent an email to them saying, you are not welcome back, you pieces of garbage. Facts. And like Adam and answering your question at the time I was not okay with it, but it was an uneducated opinion. I did not know what I know now about everything that had been going on. Now working in a predominantly minority school district, I had educated myself. So the goalpost of morality moved. Hmm. And I think that that's really important is that morality is not a black and white issue. It's it fluid. is a gray issue. It is fluid. And what is moral now is not what was moral in the 1920s and the 1930s. Like, remember, the Chicago Black Sox got thrown out of baseball because they gambled. Those The Houston Astros are holding on to a World Series title because they cheated their way to a World Series title. The two things are not the same. So the same way that we look at like the steroid debate, you know what? Put all the guys who were on steroids in. Make it known like that's what their time frame was. Make it known that that's how they got there, but their numbers are based on what was relevant and prevalent at the time. But the fact of the matter is, and Max, that's a great comment, right? Cat paved the way for educating the issues we know today. He yes, was sir. the martyr who fell on the sword for it. Wasn't right? the right guy, but definitely the guy. He wasn't the right guy. And as Josh is saying, right, everybody loves the villain. It's true. Everybody loves the villain. Everyone loves the bad guy, right? Girls love the bad boys, right? Girls love the bad boys. Meanwhile, yeah. their friend in the corner who's the moral one, who's the one looking out for them, is put into the friend zone. At some point, I would like to live in a world where basic, not even like extreme, Basic human decency is considered cool. It's considered the thing to do. I love the fact that the NFL gives out the Walter Payton Award and they give a recipient to each team. Facts. I love that because it highlights the charity work. It highlights the good. And it's a legitimate award that they give out on Super Bowl Sunday. It matters. It matters. But that same NFL today 
just said that somebody who is accused of some of the worst things you can do to a human being, six games. What's that? Allegedly. Just Allegedly, I know. I, I just want to get this thirty for thirty going. I know. Like, can we can we contact ESPN and get this thirty for thirty going? Like right now, we don't need to wait till he's retired. We need to get it going. We need to have it out there for everybody. Because I can, I'm telling you, that is going to be some must see TV. Like, do you remember? Oh, I want to throw this out there real quick. And I know we all love to stand on the moral high ground, right? Everybody loves. Uh-huh. It. Do you know the lady? Do you know who Emmett Till is? I know you do. I do. Do you know that the lady? Who lied and got this man killed? Did anything ever happen to her? And she came out later on in life and said that uh, they're lied. reopening the case because some information like just came out like a week or two ago. See, look at that. Who's to say that in 2020, 2020, 2025 or 2050 that Deshaun Watson don't go to jail for his massage episodes? Like, who's to say? Because that morality thing moves, you know, like you said, it just is fluid. And let's say we come find out that it was a whole a whole ruse. Let's say we find out that the whole thing was orchestrated by the Houston Texans later on. Let's say we find that out. Like, it's, it's because things we won't actually know until we know. And I just know that the law, the long arm of the law is not letting a black man get off. So if he got off. It's not even the long arm of the law. And one of the topics that we were going to talk about tonight was the, just the idea of the black quarterback. Oh, yeah. That's like a unicorn. Right? Well, the the black respected quarterback is a unicorn. Oh, yeah, yeah. He can't. He's too dumb. He can't read defenses. What do you mean? He can't read defenses. You have to factor in a stub period in for Kyler Murray. And that was like super controversial. Um, one of the things that I saw and I wanted to just bring this up and I know we're kind of at this point, you know, teetering off of a little bit, we were going to talk about, but one of the things that Lamar Jackson said is as follows. He said, they hated Jesus and I'm not Jesus. So I don't worry really about it. On facing negativity. Facts. It is facts. But why is he facing negativity? I mean, to be real with you, they told me it was a run, it was pretty good for a running back. Like, you know, it was like, pretty good for a running back. And I am still of the belief that he's still not a great quarterback. He is a stupid good athlete. I'm just saying, but look at what we're using to base off this quarterback thing. Like, it should be if you can play the position at a high level. He clearly plays the position at a high level. He was the MVP a couple years ago. Like, he True. plays the position at a very high level. And he's not comparing himself to Jesus, T. What he's saying is they talked about Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what makes you think that you're not going to have to deal with negative press? Like, that's the same. My, my grandma used to say all the time, they talked about Jesus to the day he was dead. And then they still talk about him now. So in in in, in that mindset, nobody's without reproach, but it just seems to me that the same scrutiny that black quarterbacks come under, white quarterbacks don't. It's like they look the part. Like Zach Wilson is out here knocking down people's moms, but we're sitting here talking about Lamar Jackson, who's an MVP, not possibly being able to read. Like Kyler Murray threw for over 
He threw the ball all over the damn yard the last couple of years. But they're talking about he needs to have a study clause. Zach Wilson is literally out here with somebody's mother right now. Like he's with somebody's mom, somebody's milf right now. But we are talking who had a terrible season, by the way, throwing that out there. Trevor Lawrence did not have a great season, but that's not in his clause. Mm-mm. Nothing like that is in there for him. And what Max is saying here is, you know, look at Philly media and Hertz. It's all bad. They refuse to focus on the things he's done right. They refuse to focus on the fact that he's doing all the right things as a human being in the town, too. Listen, all I'm telling you is if you look at the proof is in the pudding, if you take a black quarterback, they're going to look for reasons to discount him. They're going to look. So when I when you see a guy like Deshaun Watson come about and they can't talk about his play, this this only gives them something negative to add to him. Like, okay, well, the guy's a great quarterback, but he's a perv. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's a perv. So, like, all those But that years, should matter more. Facts. That should matter more. But what I'm that saying should, is, And that's, that's where I should. And if I don't care, you know, we made our jokes about Zach Wilson, but at the same time, it was wrong. It was an easy punchline. It was the low hanging fruit, but it was wrong. Yeah. I just, if that's what you're going to aspire to be, because in New York slash New Jersey, he is the face of the franchise. So you're saying to all of those New Yorkers and New Jerseyans, and those areas already are the worst, you're saying to all those people that that's what you should strive to be. What, like, uh, was that Wilson? Yeah. I mean, he didn't do technically anything wrong. All he did was... He did it. He did it. I mean, in all, in all honesty... But that, a woman but that Playboy lifestyle. But that Playboy lifestyle. And it was the same way that for... 20, 30, 40 years, Joe Namath got the same treatment. Broadway Joe? All I'm saying is, okay, let's just start aside there for a second. Let's just do this. Let's take four quarterbacks that we know are absolute assholes. And let's take four black quarterbacks that we know were upstanding citizens. And let's look at them. Okay. So I'll start first. So do the, can the assholes also be black quarterbacks? Yes. Deshaun Watson. Okay. So Deshaun Watson is one. So we'll throw him out there. All right. Brett Favre. Asshole. Right. Asshole, right? So but remember, he's not called an asshole. He's called a maverick and he's a gunslinger. Exactly. See how the words are different? Michael Vick. Dog abuser. Mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger, Hall of Famer, rapist, Hall of Famer, rapist, because he's going to make the Hall of Fame. Well, let, let's space those words out because nobody should be a Hall of Famer rapist. He's my quarterback, so I can literally say these things. You know, Dak Prescott, great guy, great guy, but he's a cowboy, so that's my that personal is- issue. We don't know anything about Trey Lance yet. We don't know anything about Justin Fields yet, except that they are black quarterbacks and they're not good enough to be in the NFL. 
because they're black quarterbacks. And they can't read defenses, by the way. And they can't. Well, by the way, Trey Lance played for a subdivision school. That's why I'm not a fan of him. And Justin Fields played for Ohio State. Who was not, who, the last good quarterback they produced was uh, nobody. Facts. Well, technically, Joe Burrow. No. LSU. He made his money at LSU. Sorry, he's an Ohio kid. Ohio kid. No, Sorry. he's not. I'm not he's a Buckeye, dude. Ch- like, I'm not letting you change the narrative. He did listen. not do what he needed to do in LSU. He did yeah, it at LSU. Donovan McNabb. He won his Heisman Tom, at LSU. Donovan McNabb, Tom Brady. People have said their things about Steve McNair because of the way he was, you know, murdered. So, I mean, there's Warren Moon. We can go back to your guy from back in the day. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just – it's uh, it's exhausting to try to keep up with the morality goalposts that keep moving. But sometimes it is black and white. And that's kind of my point. That's kind of where I personally feel like wrapping up on this. Sometimes it is black and white. And I'm not talking skin color. I'm talking cut and dry, very clear that someone did wrong. And when that is the case, when that is the case – there needs to be a consequence. It is very clear that Deshaun Watson was in the wrong in some capacity here. And if the NFL really was interested in the overall good, which we know they are not, they are the problem. If the fans were really up in arms and passionate about it, which they are clearly not. Exactly then extreme changes would be made, which would force the hand that Deshaun Watson never plays another NFL game. In reality, we're just all up here right now for the clicks and the views, and I know that the viewership on this show is probably going to be really good because the comments have been really great. And again, shout out to all you guys for commenting because we picked a hot topic and we talked about it for an hour and a half. So McNair, so just to your fact, um, Adam, McNair wouldn't be considered that because of the way he was murdered. And why he was murdered. So that would lead me to believe that because he was stepping out on his, you know, then wife. So listen, guys, the morality train is it. I mean, everybody's got some skeletons, brother. Like, I'm telling you, yeah. it's just what you willing to deal with. And to be honest with you, I think that is <laughs> I think you're right. I think it sometimes is black and white. And I don't mean And I do too. And I absolutely do too. And you and I have had this conversation. We've had this conversation on air, off air, around the air, through the air. You and I do have this understanding. But in this situation, if they had been the same, in this situation, if Deshaun Watson had been a white quarterback, if this had been Aaron Rodgers, I would feel the exact same way. I don't think this happens to Aaron Rodgers, though. Well, it doesn't. I don't think it goes as far. I don't think it's even. I don't think this even goes as far. Because let's say this happened to Aaron Rodgers, and when he asked to be traded out of the out of the, the Packers or whatever. But see, Aaron Rodgers sticks it out. He stays there, and then they get rid of Devontae, whatever his name is, Adams. Yeah, whatever guy. Like it's it's it's, a, it's you know it's, you know I can't even do it anymore. Chip, you've been great. I love having this like dialogue with you where I can speak. Dude, it's this to me is the highlight of my week sometimes. Because we get bossed at me. And she yells from the other room and she feels the type of way. And then she angry types. And we all appreciate that. And the comments, oh my God. Guys, uh, uh, once again, and I know it's a ton of Camp America people. It's, you know, it's it's Johnny. It's, it's, 
I, I love doing this show For because sure. it gives you guys an opportunity to come on and really talk about some things. Um, Johnny, I know you're in the comments right now. I'm just saying if you would be interested next Monday, facts, I, I might be coming down a little bit later. Facts. Uh, cause I, I got to do a Dorney park thing, but Johnny, it's a round our one year anniversary of our quarterback debate. I facts. might bring you on Johnny Higgins. If you would like to try to convince, uh, some of the peoples to that, uh, Jalen Hurts is not the answer. I know that you're going against a very tough panel this time. You're going to get murdered if you do. <laughs> uh, Johnny, you so come Johnny, I'm, Johnny, I'm going to reach out to you uh, off there, and we're going to have a conversation about you maybe being a guest next week. Uh, you let me know. Tell tell Shana that I'm the boss. John, Johnny, if you come on with any type of Jalen Hurts slander, my friend, <laughs> I will eat you. Your boss will not thank you. <laughs> I didn't even say that. Yeah, that's um, all I wanted to beat you to it. I know. Um, but again, all the great um, sponsors. Uh, seriously, I, I, everybody who commented, there are so Dude, many. We, I'm going up to try to look, and there's so many. It's like we got Tila, we got Adam, we got Madeline, we got Phil, we got. I said Adam. I said Adam. I said Adam. Josh Max. Josh Max. Mike. Johnny. Big Mikey. Mikey B. What's up, Mikey B? If you're still on here, um, dude, this is craziness. Like, uh, Chris, uh, Christopher. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny, we're getting you on. Yes, I would. Max. Um, we got Max on here, dude. Like, I'm going through these names, and it's not like people I don't recognize. It's people I recognize. Johnny. Even though he's had some terrible quarterback takes, um, Matt. <laughs> um, again, and I've been push- pushing this and promoting it. And again, it's awesome. Get your tickets. September 25th, Philly Sports Trips is partnering with a bunch of amazing podcasts, including us. We are going down to FedEx Field and we are delivering. Um, some booze for our boy Carson uh, to FedEx field. Put in your deposit today. I think the whole thing is due by the end of August. It's food. It's lower level tickets. It's a bus ride. It's a t-shirt. It's a DJ. It's a tailgate. We're going Hollis. Thomas is hanging out with us the whole day in the parking lot. Thank you, my dear. Tell um, Tila, Tila, do not kill me. I still love you. T. I know mm-hmm. we don't always agree right now. We're not agreeing, but tomorrow you will feel better. So, Phil, it's a $99 deposit, and then the whole trip is $335 for all of those things. You literally get a free trip, or not a free trip, you get a bus ride, and then you get lower-level tickets, and then a bunch of stuff. I'm going to put the link in one more time. Put the link in one more time. Get your tickets. It's going to be awesome. Okay? I don't know if you know that doesn't. Like that doesn't help if you put it on their screen. They can't like. But if they're watching on YouTube, they can click it, and if they're watching on Facebook, they can click it. I don't know if that's true. Well, whatever. I'm gonna post. I'll post the link again. No, no. Um, they're saying like just make a make an actual a Facebook post with that. We have in them. It. We have them. No, I'm that's saying, where I got the. That's where I got the link from. No, no, I no. I don't. I was, I was just saying no. Just just make a post and then tell them to go to your page. Like. Yep. Okay. Yep, there we go. 
but not on Twitter because Twitter sucks, Matt. You know that. Um, shout out Twitter to Matt. Matt's one of the Matt's one of the OGs who I have never met in person. Or Matt and I say bye But Matt is one of my OGs of the Chip and Dish shows. Um, he's been with us through thick and thin, and you know I I we love doing this. So yep. shout out to you, JD. It was fun for an hour and a half. Um, because you didn't say it was only be an hour show. See, that's what happens when you, you keep it. You know, last week we did two hours. Yeah, but you told us it was going to be less than an hour, and that's what happened. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. See, that's what happens. Set the bar low. Set the bar low. I'm Chip. At Chip of the Birds. At Umpire Stories. We may or may not be doing a special um, trade deadline show tomorrow night. I'll let you know by the time I get out of class and stuff. That's Drip at Ooh and from the D2N. You guys doing any cool shows this week? Uh, yeah, we're wrapping it up. We're about to get the 4-3 pod we got going, so we're excited about 4-3 pod. It's me and my homies. It's coming to the D2N network. It was on one of our parent networks before, so we're back on our network, so we're going to be popping. Um, look out for uh, Threes threes a Crowd with me and Danny Cheese and Prince, who's now back on Twitter, apparently. Um whatever so we'll be back so we're, we're all good for <laughs> for next couple of weeks uh man i'm excited dude this football season school starting soon for us i think school starts the 15th for south carolina kids so i'll be mm-hmm. teaching and it's gonna be popping man i'm excited peace we out here bye friends bye guys see see i'm not even, i'm not ending the show on that i'm not ending the show on that we did a whole hour and a half on being pervy I have pasties on. And you out here rubbing your nipples. I have pasties.